Funny vlogs, guys, and I'm delighted to welcome Captain Leader Legend of St. Patrick's Athletic, Ian Birmingham. How are you, Ian? Oh, good, TJ. Yourself? Good stuff. I'm grand. How are you keeping during the pandemic? Are you keeping busy? Yeah, just trying to keep myself busy. Obviously, we've been giving workouts at home ourselves today, and yeah, we've had them Zoom calls, workouts, and stuff like that. And then just trying to keep myself busy, occupied at home, and stuff like that. So, um, this has been not too bad, I suppose, given the circumstances. Yeah, I'll tell you what though, there's a few silver linings, isn't there? There's a lot of good stuff that's gone on at Pats, like the work he mentioned on, he raised over 15,000, I think, wasn't it, for the club? And then you've got the food banks as well, so um, there's a few good news stories there as well, isn't there, in fairness? Yeah, definitely, I'd listen, Kane done, done great, I think he, yeah, as you said, he raised over 15,000 euros, which is brilliant, and then obviously you've got Dave Morrissey doing great work in the community down there, obviously as you said with the food banks and stuff like that, so listen Pats are, are, are doing that bit around the community as well, so yeah, fair juice to them Yeah, I mean how badly are you missing the football yourself personally? It's the first couple of weeks wasn't too bad to be honest with you, but uh, obviously still not having really a date to come back and it's mm. gone on a long time now so I just mm. eager to get back because there's only so much running you can do on your own. There's only mm. so much things you can do on your own. So it's, I can't wait to go back around the lads really and, and, and have that little bit of banter as well. You know what I mean? You miss that sort of stuff as well. Um, around yeah. the does it make you a bigger desire, a greater hunger to get back as well, does it? Yeah, I think it's, yeah. it's refreshing everybody. Everybody's uh, eager to go back, as you say. and um, We'll all have a renewed energy, I suppose, and uh, hopefully hit the ground running when we do go back. Yeah, I mean, it must be frustrating for someone like Stephen O'Donnell, who is only new in the job, essentially. Like, he's put together a brand new squad, you could say, really. Yeah. He must be dying to get out in the training pitch, particularly from a manager's point of view as well. Like, you know, to work on things, be it tactics, you know, the longer you work as a group, the more you get to know each other, etc., etc. It's a frustrating time for probably someone like himself yeah, as well. Yeah, it's probably for him, it's probably the most restraint really because he's only new to the job as you say it's his first managerial job and um, he was only getting going and really some really good things with, with us and um, I suppose he could see a lot of positives coming into the group and obviously then to get hit with the news that we're off now for, for a few months um, I suppose it's, it's probably him harder than most as, as a manager really as I said he's only come into, the, come into a new job and stuff like that but as I said, he had a really positive start. Um, all the players really, really impressed by, by what he's done and what he's bringing to the table. Um, and for us, equally, it's it's been difficult for us because we are really enjoying. I think we were only getting going. We've had some good performances. Um, albeit probably not in some of the games, the results that we deserved, really. But uh, there's been a lot of positives down at the club. And um, listen, we'd be eager to go back and, and kind of continue that on. Yeah, because it takes a while, a while to gel a kind of a new squad together, but you can see the ability of a lot of the individual players he's actually brought in, can't you? The likes of Billy yeah. King there, um, Chris Forrester is starting to, you know, look good again, I thought, as well, back in the last season as well, and uh, other players as well. So, you know, there was, there was, you could see there was something starting that past as well that maybe, maybe hasn't been seen maybe since Liam Buckley basically was at the club, to be fair. Um, yeah, listen, you, uh, you've got some <coughs> really exciting attacking players. Um, you've got in Martin Rennie up front as well. You've got some of the, a lot of young lads like Luke McNally who's come, come back from Drogheda who's been really, really impressive. Um, Rory Fields come back from Waterford. Yeah. Um, 
really, really good, really good start to the season. So you've got like we've got a lot of really, really good young players and exciting players. And as you said, Chris has been arguably our best player this season. Um, since he since he's he's come back to form a little bit and he's been flying. There's more in Chris, but yeah, he's, definitely. He's been flying and uh, he's a top player. And I think Stephen is getting the best out of all the players that that he has at his disposal. Yeah, it's great to see you with Chris because um, he's one of those fa- players that you literally, you, like, you pay your money to go and see, and he just does things out of nowhere, the outrageous things, and um, he's a joy to watch, really. How was he like to play with? Uh, he, he's brilliant. He's probably, because of the relationship he had probably before he went to England yeah. and stuff like that, I'd say he's probably the best player I've played with. Um, just, we had a relationship on lockdown out on that left wing, and yeah, we exactly. Game, we knew each other's game inside out, and so, as you say, some of the stuff, he, some of the things he does is is addictive. Like if you just look at his some of his goals on YouTube and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, some of the stuff he does in training and, and stuff like that, and it's for me, it's brilliant to see him come back to to what I know he's capable of, and yeah, that, that there is more in him. But uh, yeah. you know, it's brilliant to see that's brilliant to see him coming back, and yeah, he's a really really good player. Now, you started your career at UCD. Did you go to college at UCD, or was it a case of Pete Matten brought you in at the time? Or? No, we didn't go to college. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was playing for Lord Celtic, and yeah. uh, Pete wanted to sign me, so I ended up signing, and I think I was, I was 17 at the time. And in fairness to Pete, still to this day, I'd speak to him and all, and I'd give him, he's the most honest man in football. <laughs> he told me that he put me straight into the first team. Um, as a 17 year old who went to the League of Ireland, tell me that he put me straight in. We jumped the opportunity, really, and, and he stuck to his word and, and threw me straight in, and uh, the rest is history, as you say. Yeah, and you moved on, I think, to Shamrock Rovers after that, and um, the mixed bag there did you, it didn't really work out for you there, basically, did it? Or? Um, it didn't really, no. I, I, I was away with the under 21s, um, and I ruptured ligaments in my ankle, and that, that, Left me out for a while, and I was mm-hmm. uh, just it just really didn't work out. I think I, I, I yeah. only played out probably if I even played twenty games. I don't even know, mm-hmm. but uh, it didn't really work out with me there. And um, as I said, Pete come back in, and, and he brought me to Pats then the, the year later. Yeah, before that, I better mention Ronaldo or my son will kill me. Uh, <laughs> what was it like playing against Ronaldo? You literally came up against him as well, one on one, didn't you? Yeah, um, mm. uh, it was a it was probably my first experience of a of a of a kind of big game or a big crowd mm. there. I think there was over ten thousand there, and it was my first experience of playing in it because uh, I, as I said, I had only been at UCD previous to that. Mm. Um, and as you know, the, the crowds in UCD are great. So yeah, um, uh, yeah, it was it was a brilliant experience to come up against that quality of player as well. And I think going forward, it stood me in, in in good stead. You know, I was coming up against some top quality players and. Uh, for the for the European games, especially the year after with St. Pat's mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, I, th- I think it really benefited me. And um, to, as I said, to come up against top quality players like that, the whole the whole build up, the atmosphere, everything about it was brilliant. And we all only played a half in the game, so coming off mm-hmm. half time, we were all good with that. We we weren't going back out for the second half. Oh, but I'd say so. As I say, brilliant brilliant experience and and one of the highlights when I was at Rovers. Yeah, definitely. So obviously Pete Mahon brought you the pass as well, and uh, I say you had no hesitation. Did you when he called you up? Basically, having worked with him before. Uh, yeah, I'd worked with him before. Mm. He's a man I really admire, and I and I really trust yeah. really. Um, and he he get the best down me. So I I jumped at the opportunity really, and um, Pat's is only down the road from me as well. So yeah, uh, it, it was a really it was a really easy choice to make. 
um, doing in European football and stuff like that. So it, it, it was a good move for me and I'm still there to this day. So All right, no, we'll come, we'll come back to that. <laughs> but uh, what were your first impressions of Pats and Richmond Park and the club, though, when you got there, if you can remember that far back? <laughs> um, well, I do remember, I think... Uh, yeah. They gave me a, a triple XL top when they were unveiling it as a sign. I was, I was swimming. Uh, now, listen, it's a real family club. But I, yeah, I it is. Yeah. Um, obviously, when I was at Rovers, we had got a bit of stick off the, off the Pats fans being a local lad as well. So you kind of, I had to kind of win them over a little bit, probably. Uh, I think I didn't take it didn't take me that long. I think my second game or yeah game, I think I scored against Rovers, and yeah. I think that kind of. That's sweet. Them up a little bit. That helps. That yeah, helps. definitely. How, how did that moment feel as well? Because obviously it was your first. It was a free kick as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah With yeah, the yeah. top corner. Cross <laughs> 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 comes shot, but uh, no, nah, was brilliant. Yeah, never yeah. the cross. It was a shot. I think it was only, it was only my second, my second goal. Um, mm. Scored a little. Yeah. I think I scored one for UCD previous to that, but just the yeah. score of the overs. Um, being a being a being a Pats player was brilliant and something that I yeah, celebrate really well to be honest. So yeah, no, it was a great great moment. Now you, I'd say you were, well, you're in your 11th season with the club, isn't that right? Isn't it 11? Yeah, yeah, 11 now. Yeah, yeah it's hard yeah. this season, you know. Yeah. But um, you would never have thought you'd be still here 11 years later. I'd say there's a lot of reasons as well because a lot of the contracts you would have been signing would have been year after year, wasn't it? Like one year contract, one year contract, you know yeah. that kind of way. So you, you probably feel. It probably works both ways. You probably feel you have to win over the club, but at the same time, the club want to sign you back on. If you get what I mean, like yeah. how does that work? What's you know what I mean? What's that like in your head? I suppose. Like, I suppose when we were doing well and when we are, we won the league and and we had played well, we were getting to cup final and stuff like that. Though there would be interest from other clubs. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like I always felt, I always felt um, wanted by the club. They always push the boat out a little bit, even sometimes for you. Um, and I suppose I think I I done them well as well. Like I, I was yeah. good for them, so it was kind of a good relationship, really. They were good for me. They were they looked after me, and, and mm. I suppose I was doing well for them. And I think as the years go on, you you you, you grow to love the club, and you, you like the pe- you love the people around the place, mm. and like that. And um, I suppose it was there was a couple of times when I, I had thought about leaving, but um, mm. when it comes down to when you really, really think about it, it, there was nowhere else really where I wanted to be. And um, as you say, I'm still here to this day. So uh, <laughs> it's, obviously it's been a good relationship. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's mad because you do see a lot of players and from pre-season to next pre-season, they don't know where they're going to end up. And a lot of players, I know, they could play for five or six clubs in five or six years. And it's not ideal. It's just really like, you know, it's hard to find form, I think, in those situations as well. But if you can concentrate on being at a club, if it's possible to do so, for even a couple of years, you tend to find your best form. Like, there's players that have played at clubs for two or three years consecutively, and it's no surprise that their best form is during those spells, you know? Yeah, no, I think, you, you, as you say, you've got you, mm. you build relationships with, with players on the pitch as well. And as I mentioned with Chris, yeah. like we have years together and yeah. uh, I think that that's what stuck with us we, we built up a good relationship but even pre like I had good relationships with a lot of players I played like Sean O'Connor um, before he went to Rovers yeah, yeah he's now, very good yeah. relationship with him like that was built up like you know and I think uh, you get to know your players and you get to know their strengths and weaknesses and mm. um, 
I think it's no surprise to you when you see teams that win the league and all that they, mm. they've not just been thrown together really that like that they're going to win it. It does take time to build that. It does yeah. to build that up and I suppose that's why you probably you need calling for for longer contracts. Um, and as you still see clubs giving giving longer contracts out now, which is a good mm. sign suppose, for players and for clubs. Really, the clubs mm. will see the benefit one hundred percent and. Um, it is something that that is starting to turn now. Obviously, years ago it was all mm-hmm. probably air contracts and probably two years max, probably a couple of years. But you see them giving longer contracts now, which, which is great to see, and it's good for clubs, as I say. It, it builds uh, it builds good teams, and, and it gives you a better chance of winning trophies. Now you were at the clubs in 2010 and in 2012. You you kind of gave the league a good rattle, didn't you? I think it finished third in the end, wasn't it? It was third actually. Uh, up in Sligo was a humdinger of the game. I remember it well. Uh, Sligo won three two, and Sligo won the title. But did you feel that year you got to the cup final as well and lost to Derry? Is not right to twelve? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Did you feel that year that Pats were really building something over the next couple of years and that there was a title in that team from that year? Yeah, hundred um, percent. I suppose we saw him back late and. I uh, sorry, late, late <clears> pre season <throat> for two thousand twelve and Liam took over. To be honest, mm. I don't I don't, mm. think, I don't think I I don't think I think they were trying to sign another left back to be honest with you. And uh, <laughs> they didn't get it. yeah, so it's crazy how it works out. But anyways, I saw him back late in in pre season and I suppose I think Trevor Crawley was the coach there. He was mm. an unbelievable coach and he, he had his he had his Liam's way of playing. Liam had his way of playing and, and I think Trevor drilled her into us and we always played out from the back. We had a, a mm. proper style of how they wanted to play, and I suppose we had. To be honest with you, like the players we had were were of unbelievable quality. To be quite mm. honest, and intelligent players, really, really intelligent players. Game intelligence was was frightening by all the players. So we knew what we had to do and, and stuff like that. And you could see we were building something really, really good. And I think 2012, we did. As I said, we were only thrown together, and it's hard to. It's we, but we did kind of come together really well. Mm. And, we, as you say, we went down to Sligo. I'll never forget. We pulled up down the showgrounds, and uh, the place was packed. We were pulling up probably an hour and a half, two hours before the game, and the place was packed over. So they were coming down for the celebration. We were trying to stay in with a chance to win the league. And I think, uh, I think they ended up beating us two one. I think Mark Quigley Quig scored a penalty. I'm not sure exactly, but they beat mm-hmm. us, and they went on to win the league, and mm-hmm. they won the league there and then. So it was kind of a bit of, like we were kind of. Were the three was it three two? They were two nil up. Three, so I know it was, and, it was only a goal. In yeah, I think so. I think yeah, it's three two, and it was two nil up. And Pat's yourselves got back to two two. So yeah. I think it was on telly as well. I can't remember. It was actually there, but I think it was on telly as well. I can't remember. But yeah, anyway, like I know it was a home dinner of the game. It was absolutely a great day for Sligo, obviously. Um, but you kind of got your revenge the the year later because you beat them two nil at Richmond to win the league. Yeah. So that must have been like that must have been a fantastic moment. And of course, in two twelve, go back slightly. It's a great adventures in Europe as well. Um, yeah. And the year before that, it was brilliant games in Europe where you got through a few rounds and you ended up playing Hanover in two twelve. So maybe just quickly, what was that experience like against Hanover actually? Um, brilliant again. Yeah, I think most all the Europe there the games I love. I love ball. Yeah. Are brilliant. They test yourselves against the best players um, around in, around Europe, kind of and. Um, brilliant, brilliant experiences. Takes you to places you probably never visit. Yeah, true. Mm. Like we ended up in Kazakhstan um, in 2011, I think it was. Um, I think on the way home we flew to Abu Dhabi. That's how far out we were. So, uh, unbelievable experiences. Um, 
and on the games, uh, Hanover brilliant away. Mm. You know, when we came home, they hammered us, I think. But uh, no, a brilliant game. It's the Legia Warsaw game was one that stuck out for me over there, I think. Yeah, yeah. We were winning 1 0 and last minute, um, last minute they, they, they scored. And then obviously, when we came back to Dublin, didn't go really mm. well for us, but we were down players, we lost players. I think we ended up with mm. Conan Bourne playing right back. and <laughs> So, like, he, he was getting roasted, I think. I think all the goals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, it was just the, anything that could have went wrong went wrong and, and yeah. we were knocked out but no over there the game was brilliant and obviously the atmosphere and the whole lot about it was brilliant yeah that was the game where Fagan scored a cracker wasn't it for outside yeah, I think you you might have set him up actually did you yeah that was a good yeah. move yeah, yeah 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 like, I think Forrest had belted yeah. the ball and he just stopped it dead and just clipped yeah. it in and just rolled it across or Christie and Christie does what he does bangs it in the back of the net so yeah great goal and obviously it was disappointing that we couldn't hang on for the, for the, for the good win but it wasn't to be and we got knocked just, out then the week later you're, yeah unfortunately you're just naming some of the names there like Forrester, Fahey, Fagan all of one team like you know and you're just you know what I mean <laughs> well, as I said all, all really Really quality players, like, really mm. players, but also understand the game as well. And really mm. intelligent, you know, game intelligence mm. on the pitch, know where to be, when to pass the ball, when, mm. to, stand, when to run. You know what I mean? It's not not every player has that, and uh, mm. we, we had we had bundles of that, especially 2012, mm. 2014. Really, mm. really good players. And in 13, then obviously you won the league, and that was your first league title. How did that feel? Ah, oh, brilliant! I think I just yeah. dropped my knees. I, <laughs> unbelievable feeling. Like just. Um, I think, like as I said, 2012 we came close, mm-hmm. but we knew we were building something good, and um, I, 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 I felt we were really, really confident that we could win the league in 2014. And to be honest, which as as the as the uh, the games went on, without sounding mm-hmm. um, too cocky or whatever, it became easy. Um, yeah. It was quite easy going out on the pitch. It was just like we were going out, and we were battering teams really. Um, yeah. And we didn't feel we were ever going to lose a game, to be quite honest. And mm-hmm. um, I think we played on dark. I can't remember how far out it was from the end of the season, but we played mm-hmm. on dark, and it was it. If dark had beaten us, I think they were right back in with a chance. But I think we beat them. I think we were going four or five points ahead of them. And was that the t- point you thought? You had yeah, listen, we, we, we were. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the game where we had yeah, to kind of yeah. go. Listen, if we win here, we're home and hosed. And then when we played Sligo, I think. Obviously, the roles reversed. That we were playing at home the previous year, they were at home, and if they won, they won the league. And obviously, we roll on twelve months later. We were in the same position at home, and coming down to the ground, we knew that. I knew what it was like. We're, we're definitely winning it here. So, and we went on and won it. Greg Bulls just got a cracker of a goal, and, and then Bisto, Bisto scored as well. And listen, we, we were in cruise control then till the end, and we partied hard then after that. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, just remember from that time, the team was good. Like, there wasn't really weakness on the park. Like, let's be honest about it. Some of the players in midfield, for example, Brennan, uh, Bulger, Forrester, Fahey. Was James Chambers there at that stage? No. I, no, he wasn't there yeah, at that stage, was I, he? I can't remember. I, yeah. That didn't come until 2014. Um, yeah, yeah. 2014, we had John Russell and all. John know, Russell. Sorry. Brilliant player. Yeah, um, yeah. He was a really, really vital part of the team. This, this stuff. And Byrne, Colin Byrne, obviously, as well. Yeah. Christy Fagg and Bisto. Yeah, you've got Jared O'Brien right back, mm-hmm. yourself left back, Kenny Brown, mm-hmm. Connor Kenna, Clarkie and Goal. Yeah. Right. The, team, the team really, uh, 
the team that we were kind of we had a settled team really, but the lads that like the other lads that were kind of on the fringes, they when they, mm. when they called upon, they were really really good for us. I remember mm. Stephen Marr up and uh, where was it? he 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 played in games and like the attitude of them, even though they weren't they weren't always playing and starting when they did when they did play, they were they were really really good for us. Because um, you need that, don't you? You do, you do, you do, one hundred percent. You need a squad yeah. to to kind of. Yeah. To go and win things, and and we had that. We had a great, great camaraderie and great dressing room. And as I said, we, we had unbelievable footballers. It's funny I'm talking to midfield there, but I think you can see the 15 goals that season. Yeah, um, you must have had a great, uh, you know, telepathic relationship with Jer and Kenny and Connor in that backline. I'd imagine did you? Yeah, and Clark, Clark in front behind you as well, obviously. Yeah, no, we, we, yeah. we like I think because we dominated the ball most of the time, we had the ball a lot of the time, so mm. it was hard for teams to kind of get a stranglehold on us. Mm. Um, but no, we, we, we were really good defensively. Mm. Kenny, Connor, kind of really, really good, like leader at the back, organizer, mm. um, organizing everybody, organizing Greg, mm. different, different things like that. So, um, we, we were organised, really organised, and as I said, we had the ball. We had the ball for for the, for the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. So you have the ball, they can't score it. So you mentioned something there as well. You had a team of leaders as well. To be fair, yourself, uh, Jer O'Brien, the whole backline are all leaders. When you name those five people, aren't they? They're all like, yeah. they like, like you know, Connor Kenner and all. He, he yeah. was skipper that year, and he was a really good organiser at the back. Mm-hmm. As you say, he was organising lads in front of him, beside him. Uh, got like. But we had a lot of players that just, like, by the way they played, they led. Like, you had Greg Bulger, just, mm-hmm. he was unbelievable. He just, he, he ratting out things and just getting us playing, giving us, giving the lads ahead of him the platform to go on mm-hmm. and play. And, uh, he's a really top player, passing ability, just reads the game very well. Mm-hmm. And, and still and, is, actually. Yeah, yeah. still is. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good player. And, yeah. But as I said, we had players that just, just led by the way they played. And um, as I said, we had a good dressing room. We all trained really, really hard. And, um, I think we did get a just rewards at, at the end of that season. And what's what's Liam Buckley like in the dressing room? Liam Buckley was manager of Pat's before and he was successful as well. And he came in when he came in, the Jews kind of know straight away, you know, this is you know, I mean, Liam Buckley's here, so you know, we're going to win something essentially. Did you have a feeling, or had you met him before? Um, have I met him before? Yeah. No, we hadn't. I hadn't met him before, but yeah. um, I knew by the way he wanted to play and. Mm-hmm. He was probably the first person that came in. I think before that, a lot of teams we no one really played out from the back, and no one really had that story. Not really, no. So I think he was the first to bring it in. And as I said, we we really excelled. As I said, we had good players, so we we um we knew our jobs. And I think that's what he was the first to bring that story to play in. And he just let you go and play. He gave you that little bit of free. Gave you that, especially the, the forward players, the likes of Chris and stuff like that, just to go and do that thing and and to. Of talk, we had a had a style of play that to, to, to kind of follow, and um, when we did, and he, once you went in the final tour, really good, um, really good for, for for the young lads as well. And um, as you say, just have you just have a little word in your ear, different things. He wouldn't come in, and throw the head or anything like that. So we just kind of he gave lads a bit of, a bit of freedom, and uh, uh, we they, they excelled. Yeah, he comes across as being quiet. I don't know. Is that to say? Is that his manner generally? Yeah, that, that's yeah, just yeah. his man. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, quiet. he's a he's a very nice man, and mm. 
But as I said, the, the style of play is is really good, and it's something that a lot of players respect because he never changes, no matter what. He always wants to play out in the back. Yeah, and see, the thing is, the like, style of play, but you're also yeah, winning games. Yeah, kind of all excel that uh, the way you want to play. Exactly, yeah. And so 2014, obviously, you won the uh, FAI Cup, and a strange one. I don't think Pat's won it for 53 years. Um, did that feel different or feel better in some ways than winning the league? Because uh, when you win the league, you're the best team in the story, and it usually means more win the league. But because of this history and this noose that seems to be around the neck of the club, really, did it feel better to win the cup in that sense? Um, for me, the league is the league yeah. is probably for me it is. But for the supporters yeah. for fifty three years, like yeah. it's a long, long wait. Like so, we knew that that, that was for, for for me. The the league win is 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 better for me. Obviously, the cup it's a great day out. Um, the whole build up to it, everything is brilliant about it. Obviously, two years previous we had played dirty again. Mm. I mean, mm. it's an extra point. So, uh, obviously we we had dirty again and. But as I said, we felt we felt really, really confident going into the game, um, and we kind of again we we were we were confident and we kind of knew we were going to win if we if we. Thankfully, we did, and you know that as I said, a, a great a, a great uh, moment for the club really and for all the supporters and mm. uh, but for us, uh, you know that as I said, celebrated really well. But for me, the, the league win, the league win, I just the, the the cup win for me. I think what it is actually is probably more for the older fans that may have seen Pats win a number of league titles and yeah. essentially have never seen them win the cup. So for them, it probably meant more in a sense that they thought, will this ever happen? Because Derry City had beaten Pats in, I think it was 2007 or 2008 in the cup final as well, 4-3 or something like that. And they'd done it again in 2012. So to be playing Derry City again, yeah. the fans could be forgiven to think, oh. you know. But did you feel pressure going into that game? Like, more so than you normally would in a situation like that because of the history. Really. Did you feel like it drove you on more or were you just quite relaxed? We, I think we were quite relaxed. Yeah. As I said about Liam, he's, he's really mm. cool, he's calm, He's just has little, like, his little words were kind of, we, there was no pressure on us really. Obviously, outside of the dressing room, the years, you make your own history, all this sort of stuff was, was getting spouted about, but, um, now, Liam was really good, Rose. I don't think we didn't feel any sort of different sort of pressure going into the game. It's just a game you go out, you want to enjoy, and, and you want to win. And mm. thankfully, on that, but I don't think there was any extra pressure on us. Not, not from in the dressing room, anyway. Obviously, from outside the dressing room with media and yeah, fans, yeah, yeah. fans and stuff like that, there probably would have been, but not inside the dressing room. We were confident. Yeah, so. Really. Yeah, so fantastic couple of years there as well. In fairness, 2015-16 were quite good as well because you won the League Cup in those two years as well. Yeah, we got a couple of League Cups there. Yeah. But we didn't really kick on. I think mm. we should have we should have kicked on from, obviously, 2012. We had a half season. The league went and we won the Cup. I think we needed to keep building on that. Then on, obviously, 2015-16, we won the League Cup. But from... Mm. After that, then I think we kind of went on a little bit of a downfall, and mm. then it was kind of a rebuilding process, really, um, to get back up to where we were. But I think it just the way it happened, the kind of um, how quickly it happened, really, over it, it kind of was disappointing that we didn't kind of build on what what we had what we had got to. Mm. 
You were captain in 2017. Um, how did that feel getting the captain's armband? Or yeah. Did it make a difference to your nature? Because you're, I'd say you're na- you didn't change the way you played or approached things, I'd imagine, did it? No, no. Um, obviously, because you've, you've got a little extra bit of responsibility, but it didn't change the way, the way like, listen, the way I say I lead is the way I train and the way I play um, on the pitch. And I, mm-hmm. that's the way I live. I'm not one to be going around shouting in the dressing room or trying to roar at this and that and all. I try to just leave by like the way I play and stuff like that. But 2017 was tough. It was my first it was my first season as captain and uh, and myself personally, I took an, an extra. Uh, I was taking extra responsibility. And I, as I said, I probably extra bit of like responsibility for the way the team was playing stuff like that, which is something really. But uh, I did, no. and it probably affected me a little bit, stuff mm. like that. So, but uh, now listen, it, it, it was it's a, a good, unbelievable achievement. I was delighted to get it, and listen, I still am, I'm still proud to be captain. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's a great, great honour every week and. Uh, now listen, I think I've grown into it a little bit now, and, and, I'm, and I'm loving it. Yeah, unfortunately, Ian Buckley left in 2018. Was that was that a big disappointment for the likes of yourself, who probably would have soldiered with him? I'm not sure how many more players were left uh, when you won the league and the cup. But uh, was that a big disappointment for you at the time, or was it a feeling like, okay, maybe it's just we need a fresh approach, basically, as a club? Or how did you feel? Um. Like really disappointed to see Liam go. Obviously, you'd never want to see, it. and he was really good. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah, exactly. Stuff like that. But on the other hand, I, I think we did need a fresh start. Um, I think we needed fresh ideas, and we needed like to freshen the team up a bit. Whether um, and obviously, like I think we had went on a on a really poor run that in mm. two thousand eight. Had lost. It could have been, um, been the case as well where Liam himself needed a fresh start as well. Yeah, know? exactly. I'm sure Liam did probably feel that way as well. But yeah. like, as I said, really disappointed to, to see him go. But yeah. probably the club did need that. And as I said, as I just mentioned there, there was a rebuilding process probably to be to be done from there. And listen, we're still rebuilding. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think there is good points coming. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Harry Kenny came in and didn't quite work out for Harry, did it? Harry came in, and to be yeah. honest, at the start of the season, we were all really impressed. We, we, we couldn't wait yeah. to get going, and um, then we were just we were just inconsistent. Really, we didn't we didn't put any kind of run together or, or, or stuff like that. And I think uh, there were then, some good results. Like there was a win against Dundalk, for example. Like you know what I mean? There were some good yeah. results in between, weren't there? Yeah, no, there was. Mm. Um, listen, Harry, he's a great man. He, he's a great manager, and. Um, a lot of respect, a lot of respect for him. Um, but maybe I don't, I don't know. It just, as you say, it just didn't work out for him. And yeah, it was probably for a number of reasons. Um, probably not, not sure it was on fault, but um, there was probably a number of reasons there why, why. But a great man, um, really respect him, and um, he'll be back and, and, and he'll be he'll be successful. I, I can imagine. So when Stephen O'Donnell came in, what was your impressions of Stephen? Did he did he come in and tell you like it is, what way he wanted to run things from the get-go, basically? Or what was his style, approach to things? Um, well, I, I, I only know Stephen through playing against him and stuff like that, so mm. I wouldn't have had a, a 
characters and kind of yeah. relationship and anything like that. And obviously, I'd heard good things about him um, from, from Dundalk and stuff like that. He came in and really, really impressed by him. Um, I think Pat's in good hands going forward. As I said, it's his first job. He's got he is probably going to make mistakes. Listen, like any, anybody thrown into it, it's his first job. He's a young manager. Mm. But from what I've seen so far, it, it's been really, really good. And um, as I said, I think Pat's in safe hands for the, for, over, the, over the coming years. And as you said, it's a rebuilding project, isn't it? In fairness, yeah. like, you know, you're bringing in a lot of players. He's technically a new manager there now. He's, he got the back end of last season, but he's changed up the squad, as I said. Um, the pandemic hasn't helped, to be fair. Yeah. To be honest about it. Um, would you kind of say to Pat's fans just to kind of be a bit more patient as well in general? Because, you know, I know Pat's fans, they want to see you win every week. Yeah. <laughs> but um, maybe a bit more patience is required at the moment because, um, as you say, mistakes we made. It's a new squad put together. It takes time. Um, it could be a couple of seasons of a project. That's not to say the squad isn't capable of doing well straight away, but do you understand yeah. what I mean? No, I think, like, for, mm. for me, like, I'm not saying we have to start from the start again, but like, mm. we need to be in Europe every year. That, that should be the minimum for St. Pat's. We have to be in Europe every year. And obviously over the last couple of years, we haven't done that. So that's what I'm saying to a rebuilding project. I think we've got to into Europe this year. Um, that's, that's, that's the be-all and end-all of it. Well, I think we've got to go back into Europe this year. And then go and then go from there. But the the team that he the squad he has there, he's got young, hungry players that are really, really good. And as I said, if we can get Europe this year, it'll bring them lads on again. And mm. they'll be more experienced and they'll understand the way Steve wants to play the game that little bit more and uh, he'll get a he'll get a good uh, good atmosphere, good camaraderie in the group and they'll mm. only improve because we've got some serious good young players there at, at Pats and if you look at the if you look at our team, like they're all like the one playing probably on, on the oldest well Clarkies Clarkies and Clarkies were older than me but uh, the rest of the lads are all in their early 20s some of them are only yeah. in that team it's like mm-hmm. so, um, he's got a serious squad if you can keep a, the, the bulk of them together and obviously you've got to add a little bit of quality every year but mm-hmm. he has the bulk of, of, of a good of a good young squad there that you can that you mm-hmm. can work over the next few years and, and as I said to to go and be successful but as I said I think um, I don't want to put too much pressure on him, but uh, I think he's he's the man for the job, and he's he's he, he, I think the club will be successful over the next few years. Yeah, I sense that as well. But you, you're actually in a very good position to give that assessment because you're at the club for so long. So you've seen you've seen a lot of the club, haven't you? So you're yeah. in a very good position. But you're mentioning the young players there. There's a lot of good academy players coming through the packs, isn't there as well? Like let's be honest, yeah. like some McCormack and Burns, the few yeah. others. Jake Walker was in the squad last year. Um, yeah. There's good talented squad, uh, academy players coming through. Also, yeah, I think the lads deserve it, and, and like the Jared O'Brien and um, all the, the coaches he has there deserve an awful amount of credit because mm. a lot of a lot of our players in the team actually are, are a lot of academy <coughs> graduates. Then you've got the likes of Ben, Dara Bones, Jake who's come mm. into the team. Uh, even got young, you've got like Kane Cobley, a really really yeah. talented player as well. Yeah. Who I think he scored in the the Lens of Cena Cup final last year as well. He's the only fifteen. I think he's, he's only 15, yeah. but he's really, really good. He's uh, got all the ability in the world, and he's a bright mm. future as well. And mm. um, you've got you've got a lot of young lads coming through. And um, as I said, the lads in the academy deserve an awful lot of credit for that because uh, the, the, I, I was I, uh, briefly last year worked with Sean, John O'Connor and Dan McGuinness, and we got 15, and I seen the work that they put in. And 
uh, a lot of the young players are really, really good. As I said, their, their game intelligence is really good and uh, mm. the coaches we receive by the lads is, is, is excellent. And when they do, when they are ready to step up, they, 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 they'll, be, they'll, be, they'll be thrown in, I'm sure, from Stephen will put them in. It's also great to have the likes of them who are part of the fabric of the club as well, your Jerry Bryans and your Connors, isn't it? I think, that, I think that's very important as well. Say that again, sorry, I didn't hear you there. Yeah, it's great to have the likes of Sean O'Connor and Jared Bryan, who are basically part of the furniture at the club as well, aren't they? So yeah. they're going to help. They're going to help the young players coming through, understanding the nature of the club. It's not just all about, you know, bringing through players. Is it? That's very important, that side of it as well. No, definitely, yeah. yeah. Mm. They work, they work, they do to recruit the players. They've obviously got, mm. they, they win Brilliant. a lot. Yeah. Listen, they've said... Listen, if their aim is to get players into the fold, they not possibly to, 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 if the fold or fail if they're good enough. But mm. I think uh, you see you see them winning winning trophies last year. It's important as well to, to get that little bit of a winning habit yeah. in them as well. Because obviously when they when they do get put into into the first team, it's all about winning Friday night. There's no there's no point of all oh, we played well today or, or anything like that. It's all about winning. So they do instill there is there is that balance. I think that they instill into the players. Mm. Uh, it had to be. And that winning is important as well. Yeah. For uh, to develop, like, to, to get them, to get the lads into the first team. Mm-hmm. Of course, Luke McNally is in the first team now. I know he's starting off with Drotted at seventeen, so he's part of Pat since under nineteens, I believe, isn't it? So he's, you know, he's a he's a young player coming through that's part of the club, but he's now playing as well in the team, or has been playing in the team. So yeah. it's great to see the likes in. I think as well, you know, it's well fans love to see players coming through the academy, coming through at our club as well and performing, I think. I think that's huge as well. Oh, it is, yeah. And even for the younger players to see to see that there is yeah. a like, like so if you're in you're not thirteens, even the fifteen, seventeens, mm. whatever it is, that you can see the likes of Luke McNally, you can see Jamie Lennon, you can see Darren mm. Mark, you can see Jake Walker. This and I could keep I could keep going. Yeah. That you can see them in a on a Friday night and they're only they're like Look at them, they're all they're only 2021, 20, I think. So it's yeah, only a few yeah. years we are playing academy academy football. So it is great, it is great to see. And as I said, for fans, there is it's brilliant to see them out there that they've come through the they've come through the system. But uh, uh for the younger players, it's equally important that they can see, well, look at there's Jamie Lennon Friday night. He was only playing where I am two years ago. So it is possible to get there. Um it's 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 through working hard. I think it's it's probably they find it easy to get there probably sometimes, but it's it's harder to stay there for. It's hard to stay there. The hardest, that's the hardest part. It's probably easy. It's easier to get there than yeah. It's the hard the hard part is to try to stay there for for a for a, a long enough time. So. Yeah. Well, well, you've managed to do it anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what's your greatest memory in a past church? If you had to pick one memory. Um. Probably hard, but. Oh. Memory. I suppose winning the league, um, yeah. I suppose it's, it's an easy one to say, but uh, I suppose winning the league is, is probably probably the best memory I've had. Uh, was my first, my first trophy. Um, it was something that I always wanted to do. I'd seen the lads from around my area uh, win leagues, and I'd, I'd, I'd seen them do well, and it was just something that I wanted. And um, I suppose I was only in the league probably about four, four or five years, but I used to say to my mates, oh, "It's never happened." And I was only a, I was only a young like. <laughs> I'm never gonna win out and all that, you know. Like, like that's that's why it was it's gone. Like, yeah, like I was only twenty, 20 or whatever. I don't know what age I was. Twenty um, two or something when you won the league, really? Something probably, like that, yeah, yeah. Something like that. But uh, yeah. that was probably 
Yeah, but he used to say, yeah, I'm never going to win anything, but uh, oh my God. I was literally <laughs> down when I won it, I just dropped my knees, I was just, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the best player you've ever caught against in your career? You can't say Ronaldo, so it has to be someone in the League of Ireland. Yeah, um, this is probably, people will probably think this, but the lads who I've played over the years will, will probably, I'd say John Mountney has been the toughest player that I've played against. Like, right up against, he's play out my side, uh, he play out yeah, the right exactly. He's, like, I like to get forward, but I could never get a run on him. And still, at this time, I'm starting to get a yard on him. But, uh, he no, pin you back, kind of, yeah? <laughs> he's just, uh, like, he's a really, really good footballer as well. Like, he'd never give you that much trouble going going forward because he's not a natural winger. But just in terms of, of, of stopping you going forward. and Really, yeah. Yeah, just his position is excellent. And even if you do get a run on him, his recovery, his recovery runs are excellent as well. So, um, listen, he... He was. I always say it to the boys. I used to be like, I "Can never get a run on this for the fucking hell." Sorry for coaching, but like, oh, I never. <laughs> I mean, he's just uh, so always dirty. Man, he was always finds the right positions. He's a really good, intelligent player, I suppose. And but he was. He really, one of those players. But, he'd be a wasp as well. He'd be all over you like a rash kind of a thing. Or... Yeah, he's a big strong boy as well. <laughs> yeah. Just good job, but uh, now I'd say he's been probably. Listen, I've come up against really good players. Uh, yeah. Ask me that way, but just for me. I just always I used to always say to the lads because that's probably my game is to get forward. Like, but yeah. I could get any other player, but just constantly get the yard and him is just his position and <laughs> sense. And I think uh, I think that's why uh, Stephen Kenny and Elvin Pierre probably had, had put him out there because he is a really good player, probably underrated. Yeah. I'd say yeah. because yeah. they yeah. that on dark team. But uh, the job that he does yeah. to them, especially yeah. out that side, uh, I'd, I'd say he's probably he's been a tough player, tough opponent. Now over the years, what's been your toughest away day? Or maybe a ground that you really hate playing in generally. Uh, for it could be for any reason, you know. Toughest away ground. Mm. Don't like playing in Tolga. Really not really. No, I hate Tolga. I don't know. It's just I just don't like it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's anything like that. Just, is it? Is it because of the? Uh, I just don't. <laughs> No, I, I just don't. I don't know. I just don't. I just don't like it. Well, if you yeah, say yeah. stick, I suppose it's Rovers. Like you get stick yeah. off them all the time. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'd say I just don't like playing in. Uh, I don't like playing yeah. in. No, in Tottenham for some reason. Just it's just the way. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just one of those things you just can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's your favourite away day then? Yeah, uh, Bowes. Bowes, yeah. And why is that? I just love. I just. I love playing Rich. in Dalyman for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Is it the history I wonder as well? Yeah, it's itself. Johnny Logan's song before the match and all those there's, there's lots of things. <laughs> no, I, I love playing up there. I, it's, I, this is going back years for when I was even playing with UCD and all. I used to love yeah, playing yeah. with him at the time with the likes of Alan Hurley. I remember yeah. like, outright against me and all a few times. But the pitch used to be immaculate. It used to be brilliant. And they had all top players, Glenn Crow, Jason Bourne. Yeah, all them sort of players, and I used to just love. I used to, I used to, I used to get some boys playing against all them because they were all the yeah. top top around at the time. And I think they could have been one. Or, I think Jason Bourne or Glenn Crow would have been. Could have. I don't know. If it was around that time that they got internationals or something. But uh, it was just they were all the top yeah. players. And when I was playing for UCD and all that, I used to love. I used to love going there. The pitch was immaculate. You're playing against the top players, and and to this day, I still like going there to play. Yeah, it's a good open ground, and it's a big pitch as well. I like playing on the big pitch. So. That'd be me yeah, probably. that's true, actually. Now, obviously, you're a long time in the league. <laughs> you're 11 years of Pats. 
what changes have you seen in the last 11 years? Have you seen many positive changes? Obviously, I think a lot of people would say there should be, you know, we should be maybe further down the road in development of the game. Would you agree with that? Yeah. In, in regards to stuff like uh, grounds and stuff like yeah. that, yeah, yeah, I'd say. But I think it's, so a younger, yeah. it's a much, much younger league than when I was it first time in. It's yeah. a really, really younger league. I remember that we were playing against proper men when I was when I first mm. came into the league. Now I know I was only young, so I'm probably thinking, Jesus. But the, mm. now, like it's it, it's a, a lot, lot younger, younger players, and the style of football has definitely changed. Um, a lot more teams mm. are playing uh, good brands of football, and um, like, listen, it was much. I think it was tougher when I first came into the league. Uh, it, it was brilliant, like, but it was we were up against men back then, um, real, real. Tough fellas. Now I think it's a more technical game and mm. uh, um, it's more football game play and stuff like that. But, uh, mm. Is that for the better? Is that for the better? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's great to see the young players. Mm. I love watching yeah. our young players playing. That that brilliant. That that attitude mm. are, are excellent. Um, you see that they live. They live their life right. They're only young as well, and it it's, it is easy to get distracted now. But you see these boys yeah. and that. They're in every day. They they do their work. They don't miss anything. They they live their life right off the pitch. And I I love young boys. And I that's why I I I hope I hope before I do wrap it up like uh, to retire. I hope that I can win something with them because they're I'd love for, just for them really. But I'd love to be a part of it as well. The, the same yeah. Joy that I give them that I gave me probably all them years ago when I when I when I won. Mm. But, uh, is that a thing? Is that sorry, school cross? Is that a thing for you as well when you retire? Would you be interested in coaching or management or anything like that? Do you think? Um, I probably would. Yeah. Mm. Um, I haven't done any badges yet. No, I, I got. Well, I you're still involved. you're still young enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was but, yeah. the fifteen last year at Pat's and uh, just yeah. this, uh, it was actually a, a great to see how how they how like Sean goes about and all how he speaks to them and stuff like that because it's probably you can't speak to another fifteen player the way you speak to probably. Uh, Maybe Some just playing senior football, yeah. So it, it it was good to get an insight like that and, and how they do it and the professionalism of it all, even at the under fifteen level, it, it is brilliant. And it is something that I would like to get into. Um, hopefully, I've another couple of years left playing. Playing, yeah, but definitely. probably at at the end, I probably will will uh, dip into the coaching. Probably, yeah. Now, I have a message from Mark Kirwan. He's a Pats fan since two thousand twelve, and he just wants to say that it's been a joy to see you play for all those years since he's a fan. Um, hearing that kind of stuff, does that kind of bring out a bit of pride in you as well? Like, you know, there's a lot of Pats fans who've been watching, have seen you through your whole career. So yeah. does that give you a sense of pride that people respect what you've done for the club um, and what you're still doing for the club? Yeah, definitely. Uh, never get tired of hearing people say good things. About no, this. no. Uh, we're, all, we're, all, we're all like that, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. No, I think, uh, no, it is great to hear it and I... And I, I I fully appreciate it. Um, as I said, they've been really good. The fans have been really good to me over the years. I suppose I've done all right for the club for the, for them to actually like me. So I suppose it's been a, it's a good relationship between myself and the fans, and um, it is really good to hear stuff like that. And listen, I hope hopefully have a couple of years left to, to go play with the club and, and stuff like that. But uh, now it's uh, over the years, it's been brilliant, and um, hopefully I can finish off by by winning something before I do check it in. Yeah, no, it's great to see because, as I said, we don't see many players these days staying 10, 11 yeah. years in one club. The only player I can think of at the top of my head at this name is Mark McNulty, of course, and he's a goalkeeper. Um, yeah. So, you know, fair play to you and keep going and hopefully you'll get some success in the, in the future, near future, again, with St. Patrick's Athletics. So, 
Thanks very much for coming on, Ian. No really problem, Fair play to you. Thanks a million. Great chat. No Thanks. All right. No problem. See you later. Thank you. Bye.